Uh, welcome into Car Radio. You're on 10 a.m. The Superstation. I am Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. Great to have you on the program today for the best car radio program in all of Michigan. And uh, we got a great program uh, for you today. Uh, we're going to be talking to Lauren Fix and Lindsey Brook, uh, uh, two good friends of the program and fellow North American Car of the Year jurors. Uh, we were all just in Ann Arbor last week testing out the semifinalists for North American Car, Truck, and SUV of the Year. So lots to talk about there as we start to winnow the field here at the end of the year. Uh, we will also be talking with Darren Post, who is the chief engineer for the Lordstown Endurance. First time I had a chance to get into that vehicle, and uh, a lot of anticipation for it, uh, the uh, Lordstown Endurance, of course, being made uh, by Foxconn over in the XGM plant in Lordstown, and then we'll wind up the hour talking with Jill Simonello, who is an entrant in this year's uh, Rebel Rally out in uh, California, Nevada. So a uh, great program for you. Give us a call here, 313-778-7600, uh, as always, if you want to join the program. And, of course, if you can't make the whole program today, a reminder that we are uh, not only live on Saturdays, noon to 2, but we are also also available on podcast uh, next Monday, Spotify, Google, Apple, Detroit News, all your favorite uh, podcast channels uh, will pick up the show uh, uh, early next week. But uh, let's uh, uh, get right to it here. we got uh, Lindsey Brook and Lauren Fix on the line. Lindsey is the editor of SAE Publications. Lauren is the car coach. You can find her everywhere online, YouTube. Lauren, Lindsay, how are you? Hi, Lauren, how are you? Yeah, we're doing good. Good to uh, good to have you guys on the uh, the program. We were all out in uh, Ann Arbor this week, and and uh, let's start with uh, SUVs. Uh, Lauren, what do you think? The interesting uh, field this year uh, from the sport utility point of view. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of choices, not just gasoline, but hybrid and electric. And some of these electric cars have some pretty impressive technologies. I mean, I didn't get to drive everything. I'm still behind on four or five vehicles in the glass. But you kind of know, and I'm sure Lindsay agrees, as you do, you kind of can focus on the three that really are going to stand out. And uh, what are those three? Well, I think the GV60 to me is the Genesis GV60 is really impressive. Uh, this is Genesis's first all-electric SUV. Uh, I am a fan of the Kia EV6, which is sort of its kissing cousin. But we got to drive the GT earlier, although we're not allowed to talk about it because there's driving impressions. Uh, yeah, that's right. we got to be good. Yes, we have to be good. And it's very difficult to find another car in the category that's Specific. I mean, you've got the Rivian R1S, which was a very cool vehicle. Um, but then again, you know, you've got Acuras and Hondas, and there's so many cars. I mean, I'm having trouble with my third vehicle choice in that category, but those two seem to be standing out in the crowd. Yeah, Lindsay, uh, what do you think? Well, I, you know, I, I agree. I mean, I had three observations from driving all of these vehicles this week. Uh, and like Lauren, I didn't get to a couple of them. But, uh, you know, kind of number one, you're really feeling the difference between electric vehicles and ICEs. Uh, 
more so in some than others, but you know, it's it, there's really kind of a dividing line when you're when you're driving combustion engine vehicles and EVs and the way they feel, the way they accelerate, the smoothness, interior quiet. Uh, the, the second thing is, is there's less and less difference among EVs in terms of feeling the drive line. And, you know, in the past you could say, well, this BMW has an i6 and it feels a certain way. And this, you know, Toyota has a V6, it feels a certain way. And this Chevy has a V8. You know, um, among EVs, there isn't that much of a difference in feeling, and I think the differentiators for electric vehicles in the future are going to be uh, human-machine interface, you know, uh, the instrument panel display, the data in the car, the cabin interior. Uh, and, and my third observation, Henry, and uh, I just got to say it is BMWs just keep getting uglier and uglier. To, to the point where some of these things, you know, looks like kind of an accentuated Alvin the Chipmunk front end. I, I really hope when they go all electric across the line that there's a styling revamp because these BMWs, they're not cars that I could I could own and have one in my driveway and do the 20 step turnaround because I was so in love with the fetching appearance of the car. They're just ugly. So that, that that's my three. But uh, you know, in terms of utilities. You know, Cadillac Lyric to me is is really speaking to me uh, in that category. But in conventional vehicles, more like hybrid conventional, you know, Honda CRV is still a really good car. And I, I'd agree with Lauren. Kia EV6 is is a standout to me as well. Uh, you know, Lauren uh, uh, Lindsay uh, makes a good point. And I should I should uh, uh, preface things here by saying uh, you know we're testing uh, the semifinalists here. Uh, we'll reduce that number uh, down to to uh, three finalists in each category, as you say, uh, by the LA Auto Show uh, in November, and then uh, the finalists will be announced uh, first of next year in January in Detroit. But uh, you know, Lindsay makes a really good point, which is uh, if you, you drive trains, a lot of these companies. That's how you've differentiated drivetrains as a luxury automaker. Inline sixes and BMW were iconic. Uh, you get into you know, high-end uh, uh, Mercedes AMG with a twin-turbo V8, tremendous car. If you reduce all electrics to two, one or two electric motors, that kind of takes the drivetrain out of it. I was really struck by how how similar the performance was, for example, between a Kia EV6 and a Mercedes EQE. So right. does this – yeah, does uh, – does luxury really mean anything anymore in this luxury, in this uh, uh, EV world? Right. It sort of blends what was, a, like, here's an entry-level vehicle to a premium level to things like, you know, interior materials versus all about performance. And you can buy anything with a dual motor. But I do agree with Lindsay 100%. He calls the BMW Elvin a chipmunk. I call it Bucky. If you've ever been down south, there's a big station chain called Bucky. <laughs> And I see Bucky as soon as I look at that car, and I went, that's pretty hideous. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I love BMWs, but that is just plain yick. You know, I don't know what <laughs> they're thinking. And a lot of these cars have no personality that are EVs. They just, they're just blah. They don't smile at you. They're like, if you're a Harry Potter fan, they call them Dementors. They just suck your soul. That's why it's called a Tesla. There's nothing there. It's just smooth. And I don't find yeah. that appealing at all. And I want a car like you, Doug. I'm driving a 911 as we're talking right now. I get out of this car, I turn back and go, oh, love this car. 
I don't right. get that feeling with any of the electrics, not even the Rivian, which is cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's a, that's a, that's a real issue when you got that uh, sameness. They're all smooth, they're all quiet, but then what differentiates the brand? I, I actually am still really impressed by, uh, by ICE cars, internal combustion engine cars in this category. Because when you, when you talk about utility, you're talking about a vehicle that has to do everything. And, and, uh, uh, the only car, all the EVs are over 50,000. Dollars, uh, but you get down into the thirty-five, you get down into the thirty-five, forty thousand dollar range, which is the meat of the U.S. market, and the Mazda CX-50 and the uh, Kia Sportage are really unbelievable values. They got the, yeah. they got these beautiful uh, interiors, uh, tremendous digital electronics, adaptive cruise control, all the things you used to expect from a luxury car, and then they will go and they will go and they will go for with four hundred mile ranges. Um, you know, with never having to worry about filling up when you have to do a road trip with a family uh, to Chicago or Nashville or wherever you're going. So, um, yeah, I, I still think the EV's got a ways to go in terms of being practical uh, utility. Um, I'm going to uh, touch briefly on truck of the year because we know what those three finalists are going to be, Chevy Silverado, Ford F-150 Lightning, Lordstown Endurance. Um but uh, but here's here's an existential question for you to to for you guys kind of looking ahead at who the winner of this category is going to be. Uh, the Lightning is is the favorite tremendous electric vehicle uh, first pickup truck. But if you want a pickup truck that tows five thousand miles for long distances, the Lightning simply can't do it. So as a pickup driver, wouldn't you get the, the Chevy Silverado ZR2? What do you think, Lindsay? Well, I, I agree, and, uh, you know, I, I drove the Lordstown Endurance. You'll be talking to that engineer uh, today, and both he and the engineer that was in the Rivian R1S, okay, so two factory engineers, they both brought up towing with with light-duty trucks as a major, major development issue, and this isn't just with their companies. It's across the board, and it's not just towing, you know, the, the dead weight of a trailer and the aero drag and the, the uh, rolling resistance, you know, issues with a trailer. It, you know, towing it in cold weather as well. I mean, the, the entire industry is concerned about this because even though people buy pickups and most of them don't tow, you buy it because you think at some time you might need to tow. You know, someday I'll have an Airstream trailer and I, I need to have towing. And Americans yeah. by capability, whether they need it or not. And, and this is a growing issue with, you know, uh, the ability to electrify across industry sectors. And trucks in this market are the most important. And so it's going to be interesting to hear what, uh, what your Lordstown engineer says. But I think you're right, Henry. I mean, you still got to go with a combustion engine truck if towing is a primary buying uh, issue with you. Um, and I'd agree. I mean, the Ford Lightning is just—it's it, got—it's got so much kind of uh, you know pre-publicity ahead of it. The Endurance is interesting because it's intended to be a fleet vehicle, and uh, it's got an interesting technology. It's got an electric motor at each wheel designed into the hub. Uh, so they're going after kind of a niche a, a niche market. Um, but I, you know, I wish we had some more choice in this segment this year. This is kind of a down year for the truck segment um but I, I you know towing is going to be uh, to, to your listeners 
is, is a real issue. I mean, particularly if you live in cold climates, uh, you know, you're, you're really losing a lot by having an electric pickup and hoping to tow it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I do want to get to sedans with both of you guys. We got we got to take a break here and hear from an advertiser. But if you, if you guys could hold on just uh, over the break, I want to get your uh, impressions on the sedan uh, finalists. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here at uh, On Car Radio. Uh, and on the other side, we're going to continue with Lauren Fix and Lindsey Brook talking about the North American Car of the Year semifinalists. you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need the Word Network. Network. 9 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500, but they must air within 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at M-I-K-E-Z at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Balance of Nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials, and, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. All right, welcome back into the car radio. 
We are talking North American car, truck, and utility of the year with Lauren Fix, the car coach, and Lindsey Brook, editor of SAE Publications. They are fellow jurors with me on the car of the year jury. And uh, our final category is uh, sedans. Uh, Lauren, uh, some really fun vehicles in in in, in uh, here uh, from sedans to sports cars. And I got to tell you, the, the car that really grabbed me was the Toyota GR Corolla. Who would have thought a three-cylinder uh, automobile would would be so much fun? Not bad. I think most people. I think. I think initially most people thought it's going to be the Z car, but I think there's a lot of competition. And I think a lot of things that have been overlooked as well. And I, I think that when people start looking at these cars, deciding about what the finalists are, I think you might be surprised. I was pretty impressed with some of the vehicles that were there, uh, including the Acura, the, the TLX. That, that's a great car. Um, and I honestly was kind of disappointed in the, in the Z car as a past Z owner. Maybe it's because, I don't know, because I owned one and I've raced them. But I was a little disappointed that it needed a little bit more. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. There's a lot to live up to when you're uh, Nissan Z. Although, man, I, I tell you, the I, one of the first cars I ever got into was was a uh, 240Z Datsun way back in uh, the early 1970s. And this is the best looking Z I think since that original car. It's really a knockout uh, vehicle. Lindsay, I think uh, what it'll do you, what be a finalist. It'll be a finalist. I think it, I think the to- Toyota Crown should not be overlooked. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that's an ambitious vehicle. Lindsay, what do you think? Well, it's interesting. You know, I would use the Z as the example of the the demarcation that's forming between EVs and combustion engine vehicles. The, the Z to me was a real throwback. It felt old only because I had just driven three electric vehicles in a row. But when I when I got into the Z, you know, it's it's 400 horsepower, twin turbocharged. We had some wet roads. I pulled out on the I-94 doing 70 on the on-ramp and then hammered it. You know, the rear end kind of wiggled around a little bit. It was kind of like you know, flying a, a light plane versus flying, a you know, a, a big jetliner on autopilot. You know, it, you really had to drive the thing, and that's a good thing, I think. And I think the people that will look at a Z, a new Z, will feel that way. And I think the GR Corolla is very similar. You know, this is the end of the combustion engine vehicle. And if you want one now, listening audience, you know, now is the best time ever to to buy one of these cars. There's fewer of them, and they really kind of bring back driving, real driving, you know, shifting gears, using a clutch, uh, you know, feeling the power characteristics of a combustion engine uh, versus, as we were talking earlier, kind of the sameness of of electric drive. Um, but, uh, you know, it, this is also the year, I mean, you look at the Hyundai Motor Company with their Hyundai and their Genesis uh, luxury line and then Kia, which is kind of related. Uh, you know, this company is just hitting on all cylinders to use, a, you know, to, to use the, the old comparison. Uh, I'd say the Genesis G80 and the Genesis G90 are really two of my top considerations for car of the year uh, in that realm. I didn't get a chance to drive a Toyota Crown, so looking forward to that and have big expectations. Uh, but the, the two Genesis top-line luxury cars are really, really good. And, and I think every bit is as competitive with, uh, with Mercedes-Benz now. If you took the hood badge off the car and that accounts for something, 
there's very little difference in these cars. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know it's interesting, uh, Lauren. We're talking uh, drivers' cars. It's great to have some drivers' cars in this segment. That we're talking to, uh, Nissan Z. We're talking Toyota GR Corolla. Acura Integra is in here. A lot of anticipation uh, uh, this year for the Acura Integra uh, bringing that name, that famous nameplate back. What do you think? I really like that vehicle. I got a chance to drive it and. Uh... I think they did a nice job. I mean, remember, that, that Integra has a brand name from the past. People that own Integras are super fans. And, and I really think they did a good job. There's a lot of really good products. The Mercedes C-Class, you can't go wrong with the Mercedes. And I know there's WRXs in here, too. This is a really tough class. I don't think an electric vehicle should win this class. I think this should be one of the gasoline-powered vehicles because they're just that good. I mean, they really give that feeling the spirit of freedom, a driver's car or a luxury car. I do love the Genesis lineup. I think that G90 is spectacular, and I'm sure the Germans are well aware it's there, and I'm sure they're not happy that it's doing so well. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the most diverse class of the uh, the three-car truck and SUV. going to be fascinating who emerges as uh, car of the year for 2023. Lauren Fix, car coach, Lindsey Brook, editor, SAE. Uh, great to have you guys on as always. Look forward to seeing more of you this year. Thanks for having me, Henry. Look forward to seeing you too. All right. Uh, on the line with us, we were talking truck of the year in the first segment, uh, is Darren Post, who is chief engineer for the Lordstown Endurance. That is one of the three trucks that is a finalist. For, 20, for the 2023 truck of the uh, year. The other two are the Chevy Silverado ZR2 and the Ford F-150 Lightning. And the Lordstown Endurance, uh, if you've been uh, living under a rock, um, is, is the only startup in this category. A lot of anticipation uh, for this vehicle coming out of the old GM Lordstown plant in Ohio. Uh, Darren Post, how are you? I'm very good, Henry. How are you today? Doing good. Uh, great to have you on the program, and great to see you uh, this week uh, with this vehicle. Um, you know, doing a startup in the automotive industry is not easy. Doing a startup business in anything is not easy, but uh, doing it in an industry that is this complex uh, is, is really a tremendous undertaking. Uh, we're excited to hear about uh, – uh, I'm excited to drive the endurance for the first time, excited to hear that's coming into the market. Uh, next year in the commercial truck space. Uh, tell us how you got involved with Lordstown. Yeah, back in uh, 2019, uh, I was uh, approached by uh, some of the key uh, founders or the leaders of the Lordstown company, and they, uh, they they said, you know, would you be interested in in bringing forth a, a new concept, a a new uh, EV driveline in a pickup truck that we would focus on fleet that, that would bring a technology that would be a game changer in terms of a simpler powertrain, in particular um, the, the in-wheel hub motor. And, uh, and you were coming from where? You had been with uh, GM for some time. Yes, yes. I had been with GM for over 30 years, and and then two other EV uh, startups before before coming in towards stuff. So uh, talk about that a little bit. I mean, you have uh, it, it's difficult, obviously, for a 
for a startup automaker to come in and in such a complicated industry and facing such uh, iconic brands. Uh, you know, you're coming in competing in Silverados and F-150s, Ram 1500s. Uh, I mean, these are these 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 are uh, these are tremendous vehicles. But at the same time, you know, we've seen real creativity coming out of uh, uh, Tesla, for example, a startup that um, 10 years after its first model, first uh, uh, mainstream model, is, is now leading the uh, luxury class in, in uh, North American sales. How do you see that? For having worked for, a, um, for a, a, a legacy automaker, now working for a startup, what are the benefits of being a startup? I think it's easier, it's easier to make, uh, not easier, but we're, we can make decisions quicker and we can take, uh, take on new technologies without being, uh, uh, hampered by, let's say, uh, standardized processes and, and, and let's say, uh, bomb family owner, or bill of material, uh, architects, architectures that have been set forth as common. Uh, it allows us to take a fresh look at what the actual customer need is and adopt technologies that uh, actually could actually do something uh, different than the rest of the industry. So, so for example, I, I was uh, thinking about this the other day. Um, when when carburation went to fuel, fuel systems, essentially most automakers basically took a single uh, a single jet uh, fuel injector and put it right on top of the intake manifold, just like a carburetor would do. Um, and in a lot of ways, um, the way I see it right now is the other EVs typically are essentially putting drivetrains, electric EV drivetrains, essentially where conventional drivetrains have been. In our case, we can look at it differently and say, well, how do I, how do we do this a little bit differently and um, provide the benefits to the customer in terms of a simpler system but while also meeting their needs directly? Yeah, that's fascinating because, yeah, as you say, uh, this innovation is taking place not, not only EV versus uh, internal combustion, but also within the EV class that you guys are very different in your approach with the four hub motors. And as you go after commercial customers, you see a real advantage uh, in, in, in that. Yes, yeah, so as, we, as we talk, of, you know, basically the fleet and commercial industry is very interesting in cost of ownership. Um, they believe that if they can adopt some technologies that uh, will bring down a, a significant reduction in, in the maintenance costs and the actual operating costs of a vehicle, it becomes a significant advantage. And as we discuss hub motors with them, uh, they, they, are, they are aware of the complexity of the centralized EV powertrain that requires um, gear reduction, uh, lubrication, all of the various uh, shafts and, and, and um, U joints and other components that need to be upkept. Uh, and so, as we've talked through it, there, the idea of having a direct drive system, um, a motor at the corners without all that extra hardware, is very attractive to them. And they, they're at least uh, as we talked through, they're very interested in the potential of that reduction in, in maintenance costs. 
Yeah, no, that's a that's a uh, that's a fascinating uh, uh, view to take. Darren, uh, hang in there. We're going to take a break here from our sponsors. And on the other side, we're going to continue with Darren Post, Chief Engineer of the Lordstown Endurance. You're on Car Radio. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new program on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Mike Z for more information at 248-357-4566. 248-357-4566. Or email at M-I-K-E-Z at the wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. If great programming and pure excitement is what you want, 910 AM is what you need. I'm Henry Payne. You are on Car Radio. We're joined by Ron Warner, one of the best auto journalists out. Fundamentally, you're just trying to get to the limit of the tire. You're just looking for that limit, and you just see your best to find it. I'm racing 14,000. Joined by Tom Kane. A quick car. Two of the best things in the park. The best car radio show in all of Michigan, and we got a great show for you today. On 910 AM Superstation. 910, The Superstation, Detroit's only African-American talk radio. Well, I'm not bragging, so don't 
Welcome back into Starvale. I'm Henry Payne, a columnist for the Detroit News. And I'm talking to Darren Post, chief engineer of Orstan Endurance. Uh, got an opportunity to drive uh, the Endurance this week at the North American Car of the Year uh, jury test, uh, passing the vehicle. And Darren, we're talking about the advantages uh, of electric motors. The big camera for electric trucks, pickup trucks, I think the public were getting some real Sorry about that. We had a little uh, connection. I am uh, broadcasting a remote from uh, Virginia today, so uh, sorry about that connection, connection issue. We've got uh, Darren Post on the line with us. Uh, and uh, Darren, I was uh, uh, asking after the break, um, uh, there are a lot, a lot of benefits uh, to electric vehicles in terms of uh, maintenance, in terms of torque, uh, when you're selling um uh, electric pickup trucks these days. Uh, one of the big uh, challenges seems to be towing. Uh, we're, we're getting real-world tests uh, of uh, electric pickup trucks showing about 30% uh, range when towing a 5,000-pound um, tow vehicle uh, behind, say, a 300- or 200-mile range electric pickup. How do, you, how do you guys approach that challenge with the Lordstown Endurance? Well, we've um, the first thing we did is we actually we have a, a special version of our hub motor uh, that was engineered for us that that uh, has better torque for 30% grade at let's say the maximum grade and higher efficiencies between 20 and 80 miles an hour. Now uh, we will similarly use more energy as you're towing, especially as you're towing uphill. Uh, there will be degradation, um, but I, you know we haven't measured our degradation. Obviously, there is more more energy used, but um, I believe it's a lot less than what would be on a traditional ICE engine. Although we do have a limited capacity, so if you have a 15 mile per gallon V8 uh, pickup truck and you are towing at the GVW, uh, or let's say the the gross total mass, it might be down to four miles per gallon or six miles per gallon. So um, I don't um, I don't believe ours is at that level of uh, degradation. But we have we have uh, we will we have not measured that uh, in particular at this point. Uh, your uh, range for the endurance is uh, uh, 200 miles. Um, what, what is the uh, what is the uh, tow capacity for that vehicle? Yeah, our towing capacity is 8,000 pounds. Yeah, and uh, so do you do, as you go to uh, uh, potential clients? Do you, do you really focus on uh, on, on local uh, uh, tasks, or you, as your prime customer, say a, a utility that's looking at uh, running uh, pretty standardized routes during the course of a day? 
Uh, quite, quite a few of the, the companies that were their potential customers we're talking with have have uh, multi multi stop routes that may change throughout the day, but they're essentially leave a depot, um, go and do work in multiple sites, and then return back to their depot. Now uh, we've done some studying of, of some data that some of our let's uh, we'll say the power companies have provided, and we we find that uh, on average those typical um, the mean of that particular daily route is under 100 miles, but may extend upwards up, upwards to 150 miles depending. But most of the daily routes that uh, we've uh, as we talk with customers as and we're looking for the fit. Are, are they're averaging below 100, 100 or, or less miles per day, but you know the also as you as you you're, you're mentioning your carrying capacity you want to be mindful of that and have that upper um, upper cushion of uh, energy for for towing and carrying heavy things. Yeah, yeah, I, and I can yeah I can see uh, why you guys would really focus on the uh, commercial market uh, coming in for that. Uh, reason as opposed to going to uh, a retail market where you have uh, you have much more uh, uh, diverse uh, use of customer. The other big news, of course, out of uh, Lordstown is you guys are partnering with Foxconn, uh, which is uh, doing the manufacturing for your vehicle. Uh, what's that relationship like? That's very unusual. Yeah, so uh, back uh, in the, the spring of this year, we uh, Lordstown uh, Motors sold uh, its factory to Foxconn, and Foxconn is is now uh, will be our contract manufacturer for the Endurance. Uh, we work closely with them as with any company with, a, with launching a vehicle. Um, uh, we have uh, we have targets to meet in terms of of you know, issue resolution and quality internally and throughput. Um, so we we actually on a daily basis. We have, we have our team is involved directly in the plant as we are working through the launch issues, and um, and we have a, a very good working relationship with the Foxconn team. They have the same goal of wanting a quality uh, to make it produce a quality um, vehicle uh, for us uh, to meet our our customer needs as 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 much as we do. Yeah, it's a pretty fascinating to watch. Uh, since you guys are the first. Uh, uh, first client of, uh, of Foxconn and bringing other clients like the Fisk Repair uh, in that uh, Lordstown plant. So uh, lots to watch with Lordstown Endurance. So Darren Post, thanks for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. All right. Uh, for our final segment, we're going to uh, shift gears and talk a little rally racing. We have Jill Simonello joining us on the line. Jill, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Yeah, doing good. Uh, Jill is joining us from Chicago, but uh, she was recently spent some time out west in California in the Rebel Rally, which is a, uh, a grueling, uh, fascinating event, uh, rally event. Uh, it takes place over 1,600 miles. Uh, uh, fill us in on the details. How did you get involved with the Rebel Rally this year? Yeah, so um, it, the Rebel Rally is female-only event, and so you have to be you have to be a woman to enter, and anybody can 
if you have a car and the money to to front the fee to to join, you can you can do it. And I my partner was uh, Kristen Shaw. She's another automotive journalist, and we actually uh, approached Hyundai, who had never participated in a rally before, and asked them if they would give us a vehicle to put into the rally. And so we chose the Hyundai Santa Cruz, which is a new sport activity vehicle, they're calling it, a a sport activity vehicle, Um, and it's a compact pickup truck. And essentially you sign up for this event and you have eight days where they take away your GPS, they take away your cell phone, and they give you a map and a compass and um, give you longitude and latitude points. And we worked our way from the Lake Tahoe area all the way down to the Imperial Sand Dunes and Glamis near the the Mexican border. And so 1,600 miles, no radio, no GPS, no <laughs> no cell phone, no nothing. Um, so it's just uh, basically depending on your wits to get you where you need to be and um, depending on the vehicle to do what it needs to do to get you there. Yes, a tremendous event. Is, is, it, is it a typical rally uh, otherwise in the sense that uh, you guys get stages, uh, you, you, you've got a place to have, uh every night, and, uh, and then it's uh, the accumulated time wins? Yeah, so essentially they have uh, four different base camps, and um, you are you pitching your own tent. You're responsible for your own gear, and uh, they provide dinner and breakfast most days. There's one marathon day where you um, they 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 tell you the campsite that they want you to go to, but you're pitching your tent, you're providing your own food, and you're on your own for essentially 48 hours. Uh, but for the most part, uh, it was it, it was. Pretty, I, I mean, you're not, you don't have GPS, you don't have a cell phone, but you're not completely on your own. They do give you a sat phone. Um, so if there was any kind of a big emergency, a rollover, an accident, something like that, you do have contact with the outside world, but you get, if you, if you call and you don't have an emergency, you get penalized for it. Um, and you, the idea is you go from checkpoint to checkpoint. So they give you, uh, blue checkpoints and black checkpoints and green checkpoints and when you go from one checkpoint to the other, um, you have a, a satellite tracker, and then you can get your longitude and latitude that way, too. So if you use this and you're not um, where you need to be, then you get penalized um, because you get a wide mess because it gives you your GPS location, and then you can uh, plot the longitude and latitude on the map. We'll be talking more Bell Rally with Jill Jill Spindle. You're on our radio. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive 
patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need the Word Network. Nontilium Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500, but they must air with their 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at M-I-K-E-Z at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials, and, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. Riding along in my automobile My baby beside me at the wheel I stole a kiss at the turn of a mile My curiosity running wild Cruising and playing the radio With no particular place to go Hi, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM. The Superstation, we're talking to Jill Simonello about the Rebel rally that she just survived. Uh, Jill, uh, uh, tell us uh, tell us about the Hyundai Santa Cruz. How was that as a as a um, as a rally vehicle? Were you impressed? You know, I really was impressed, and I do have to admit we did put a one inch lift on it, um, and we added some um, aftermarket features like a bumper bar and a, a bed rack for the spare tire. But overall, I think it did really well. And we were able to traverse some pretty difficult terrain. On my social media and on YouTube, um, when it's done videos on, on the, the Santa Cruz as a rally vehicle, people are like, oh, that's not an off-road truck. And 
I have to make it differ. It did some pretty hard stuff. Um, I was I was very impressed, and and it's funny because you're in the desert. You are, um, you know, the temperatures. I feel like they got up over a hundred degrees, but they were also going down to thirty degrees. So I was dealing with some some slight variations in temperature, and we had a top trim truck. And I have to, this is, uh, I, I, you know, kind of a, a silly thing to, to note, but I was super impressed with the fact that we'd get into the truck in the morning and turn on the heated seats and it kept us warm. And then, um, you know, by, by the middle of the day when we were sweating buckets, you know, you could turn on the cooled seats. And so the truck not only treated us well, but, you know, we were able to use it to get through some really tough terrain going up and down mountains and through some rutted streets and, and, uh, you know, we passed by ghost towns and just some beautiful, beautiful terrain. And, uh, you know, we couldn't do some of the more difficult stuff that a Jeep Wrangler could do, obviously. But uh, it, it, for what it was and, uh, you know, what it is, it did really, really well. Yeah, the uh, the Bell Rally is split into two classes. Uh, you, you've got a 4 by 4 class where they put the – the, the Broncos and the Wranglers, and then you're you're in more of a unibody class, uh, competing against uh, Bronco Sports, and I think uh, Rivian R West was on, in there as well. Uh, no, no, the Rivian R West was classified as a four by four. So we had um, yeah. there was a BMW X5 in our class. There was a Bronco Sport. There was um, a Nissan Pathfinder. There was a Honda Passport. So, you know, things yeah. that, that really don't have a lot of ground clearance and that aren't meant to traverse, like the Rubicon Trail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, that makes sense, those two classes. I, I, where I was going with that was it, it seems to me a challenge uh, when you're that far off the grid, if you're driving an electric vehicle like a Rivian versus a gas-powered vehicle uh, like you're driving with a, with a Santa Cruz, how, how, how do you guys uh, tackle the, the fuel challenges? So along the route, there were a couple of approved fuel stations that we could – because there were some transit days where you're traveling 300, 400 miles. And mm-hmm. so um, there were some approved fueling stations, and they had staff members basically on hand there because we cannot get any outside help. So we cannot ask where we are. <laughs> we cannot ask for directions. We cannot – so they, they want to make sure that we're not cheating, essentially. But for the electric vehicles um, – and I will say they also had fueling for us every night when we got into base camp. Um, they brought in fuel trucks. And so similarly, they would bring in uh, trucks to power up or to charge the, the Rivian. So there were, I think, two Rivian R1Ss this year. Um, I don't think there was an R1T, uh, but we do have several electric vehicles usually that participate. So they bring in basically a, a generator to power these trucks and it takes a couple of hours. But um, I know the electric cars specifically also have charging stations, approved charging stations along the route where they can, similar to um, how the gas vehicles can go into a gas station, they can go to a charging station. But it, it is a phenomenal amount of work to create these base camps from the camp kitchens to the fueling trucks to they even have a mechanics garage. So you get two hours penalty-free of mechanic assistance. So if something breaks on your vehicle, you can take it in, and, you know, assuming it doesn't take more than two hours, you can get them to fix it. Uh, but you can bring spare parts. You can work on the truck yourself. 
it, but yeah, they have a whole like mechanics area, and they have people who volunteer their time to come and be your mechanic for eight days during the rally. And it's it's quite the setup, and it takes it's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, yeah, it's a real traveling circus. So, so Jill, uh, what uh, what was the most challenging uh, section uh, for you guys, uh, for you and Kristen in the Hyundai Santa Cruz? Uh, I would have to say it was the dunes. The day, because in a normal day, <laughs> living in Chicago, I'm not going to be driving on sand. Um, and so that was, that was a bit of a challenge. And a lot of the, the dunes, obviously, you're, you're going up over the crest and then you have to go back down and just being unfamiliar with how, um, sand works was, I think, tough for both of us. And we did manage to get stuck a couple of times. The first time we were able to dig out ourselves. The second time we were at the bottom of a basin. I think it took four teams to they, running down the hill with shovels in hand to to help dig us out. And it was, you know, it was, I felt bad we got stuck, but that was probably one of the best moments of the rally, just showcasing the teamship and camaraderie that you develop with these other women over eight days. You know, roughing it in the you know the desert and the you know, in the sand. Um, and, and also I want to say this is a navigational challenge and navigating in dunes personally was also incredibly difficult because, you know, you know, you've got your compass and you've got a plotter. And so, you know, you need to go 43 degrees, you know, and, and, and seven kilometers. And so, you know, that's the direction you need to go. However, in between you and your checkpoint is several dunes and, so trying to figure out how to navigate around those dunes, especially when you come to a dune that you can't cross, and then figuring out the distances and, and, and all of that. So the dune days were definitely the more difficult days for us, not only as a challenge for the truck, but also for us personally as we um, tried to navigate through it. It's, it's definitely not as easy as you think it is. <laughs> yes, uh, great stuff. Yeah, you really admire the, uh, the Lewis and Clarks uh, who uh, – Jill, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, I, I know folks can find uh, all your work at uh, Jill Simonello uh, YouTube channel. Uh, where else can they find you? Yep. So I'm also the managing editor for Pickup Truck Plus SUV Talk, so pickuptrucktalk.com, and the YouTube channel, Pickup Truck Plus SUV Talk. Uh, we've done a couple of videos on the Santa Cruz there, and um, I'm going to be writing a story soon about all the modifications that were done to the truck because uh, there was some really cool stuff uh, from Rally Innovations and, you know, some accessories from Hyundai that aren't quite available to the public yet, but really super cool. Yes, yeah, good stuff. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Uh, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really glad we could chat. Take a break here at the top of the hour. Hear from our sponsors. And on the other side, we have more car radio for you. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. The IRS finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in eight years. I owed the IRS a lot of money. Louie was in deep trouble. We're going to take your house, put a lien on your bank account, uh, garnish your pay. They don't care. They're going to take your paycheck. Louie found out about Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima Tax, they helped me. They calmed me down. They made me feel comfortable, and I trust them. Louie has a lot to be thankful for. I don't owe the IRS anymore, and I'm able to live a 
comfortable life, <laughs> a better life. It was because of Optimal Tax. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Take it from Louie. If you owe the IRS, don't go it alone. Give Optima Tax a call. They can help you. Call 800-928-0199. 800-928-0199. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit Optima 